the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Rivers of Northern New Jersey with Notes on Classification of Rivers in General by William Morris Davis Outline Rivers of different kinds, consequent antecedent, superimposed, subsequent adjusted, typography of northern New Jersey, revived and superimposed rivers in New Jersey, drainage of the Watchung Crescent, rearrangement of superimposed rivers by the growth of subsequent streams, application of this principle to the Green River in, in the Winter Mountains, Powell's and Emmons theories, the Green River probably superimposed and its branches rearranged by the growth of subsequent streams, anaclinal and reverse rivers in New Jersey. Northern New Jersey is drained by several streams which rise in Archean highlands, flows southeastwards across the central Triassic plain and reach the sea near the inland margin of the Cretaceous formation. What kind of rivers are these? Such a question can hardly be answered until we have examined rivers in many parts of the world, gaining material for a general history of rivers by induction from as large as possible a variety of examples, and until we have deduced from our generalizations a series of critical features sufficient to serve for the detection of rivers of different kinds wherever found. The generalizations are referred to may be presented in the form of a classification following the ideas of Powell, Gilbert, Hain, Lowell, and others as follows. Consequent rivers. Those that have in their birth, at the time of their original establishment on a country which they drain, selected courses in accordance with the constructional slopes of the surface. For example, the Red River of the North and such of its branches as flow on the even surface of the lacustrine plain of lake agassiz the several streams that drain the broken lava blocks of southern oregon certain streams and rivers of the jura that drain the synclinal troughs of those mountains consequent streams may be divided into definite and indefinite groups definite consequent streams are those that follow well-defined construction channels such as the axial line of a synclinal trough or the lowest point of an articlinal arch between two synclinal basins they are defined in location as well as in direction indefinite consequent streams are those that flow down constructional slope such as the flanks of an articline but those precise locations depend on those major inequalities of surface that we term accidental. They are defined in direction but not in location, and they are as a rule branches of definite consequent streams. Antecedent rivers. Those that during and for a time after disturbance of their drainage area maintain the courses that they had taken before the disturbance. In Powell's original definition of this class of rivers, he said, that the valleys of the Uinta Mountains are occupied by drainage that was established antecedent to the corrugation or displacement of the beds by faulting or folding. No limit is set to the amount of corrugation or displacement, or to the strength of the faulting or folding. It therefore seems advisable to consider what variations there may be from the strongly marked antecedent type. One extreme being in those cases where displacement was a minimum 
and the perseverance of the streams a maximum the other where the displacement was a maximum and the successful perseverance of the streams a minimum or zero simplest examples of antecedent rivers are therefore found in regions that have been broadly elevated with the gentlest change of slope so as to enter a new cycle of topographic development all the streams retaining their previous courses but gaining ability to deepen their former channels down to the new basal level such streams may be called revived examples of revived streams are very common clearly all the streams of the highlands of new jersey are of this kind all the streams of central and western pennsylvania seem to belong in the same class from these simple and common examples we shall some day when our knowledge of rivers is better developed be able to form a complete series leading to what is generally understood as the typical antecedent river which has outlived deformation as well as elevation without suffering either deflection or ponding large rivers of strong slope well enclosed in steep-sided valleys or in other words vigorous adolescent rivers have the best opportunity to persist across a belt of rising or writhing country because a great deformation would be required to throw them from their courses small stream or large ones of faint slope in an open low country are more easily deflected from the typical antecedent river the series may be continued by examples in which even the larger streams are less or more ponded or deflected by the deformation until at the end of the series there is a complete extension of the antecedent drainage and the establishment of an entirely original consequent drainage the perfectly typical antecedent river in middle of this series is certainly of rare occurrence and is perhaps unknown consequent streams those courses taken on a relatively thin unconformably overlying mass for a time preserve their initial courses even though they may be quite one of accord with the underlying structures on which they have descended such streams are first recognized by marvine and afterward named superimposed inherited or epigenetic by various authors a full collection of examples of this class would begin with streams that depart from true consequent courses only locally where they have discovered a small portion of the underlying formation like the merrimack at manchester and other water power towns of new hampshire where the stream has sunk upon rocky ledges beneath the surface drift and sands or like the mississippi and other rivers in minnesota which have in places cut through the drift sheet to the underlying crystalline the series would conclude with streams that have stripped off the cover on which they are consequent and have thus become superimposed on the underlying formation in their whole length there is a curious intermediate type of drainage lately recognized by mcgee in the southern states a superimposed drainage that is not inconsequent upon the buried surface beneath the unconformably overlying surface layer it occurs in regions where a well-marked drainage had been established a brief submergence then allowed the disposition of a relatively thin mass of sediments an elevation brought the mass surface up again and as it rose the streams took possession of lines essentially identical with the courses of their ancestors because the mask of newer deposits had not extinguished the antecedent topography mcgee proposes to call such streams resurrected 
Rivers of all classes as a rule develop during their adolescence and more mature growth sought subsequent branches that were not in a way represented in the early youth of the system. Thus the indefinite members of the consequent drainage of the Jura Mountains have developed subsequent streams on soft beds of monoclinal and anticlinal structures, where there could not possibly have been any consequent drainage lines at the birth of this system unless we admit the supposed fracturing of the anticlinal crests which seems unnecessary to say the least even in the simplest style of drainage growing on a level surface many of the branches must be subsequent or as mcgee has called them in such cases autogenetic rivers of all classes are subject to spontaneous rearrangement or adjustment of their courses to a greater or less extent in accordance with the weaker structural lines this results from the migration of divides and the consequent abstraction or capture of one stream by another. The capture is generally made by headward development of some subsequent branch, but after this kind of change has advanced to a certain extent, the divides become stable and further change ceases. The rivers may then be said to be maturely adjusted under certain conditions, chiefly great initial altitude of surface and great diversity of structure that is in mountainous regions the changes arising from adjustments of this spontaneous kind are very great so that the courses of a river's middle age may have little resemblance to those of its youth as lowell has pointed out and as i have tried to show in the case of the pennsylvanian rivers it may be difficult to recognize in such cases whether the youthful courses of a river system were consequent antecedent or superimposed adjustments of this kind were not discussed by powell although he makes brief mention of what i have called subsequent streams the first appreciation that i gained of river adjustments came from the writings of lowell but i have since found that the general principles governing their opportunity were stated by gilbert in his monograph on the henry mountains of utah and by him in his mechanismus der gibbersbildung where do the rivers of northern new jersey stand in the general scheme of river classification we must again postpone the answer to the question while reviewing the history of the general geographical developments of the region the topography of northern new jersey may be briefly described as made up of valleys and lowlands that have been edged in the now elevated surface of what may be called the schoolery peneplain on the cretaceous base level the topographical atlas of new jersey should be constantly referred to in order to follow such a statement as this but in order that the reader may without undue difficulty apprehend the meaning of my descriptions and recognize the various localities yet to be named without the trouble of searching for them on the maps of the atlas i have attempted to draw a generalized bird's eye view of northern new jersey as it would be seen by an observer about seventy miles vertically above the center of southern new jersey the meridians are vertical and east and west lines are horizontal but oblique azimuths are foreshortened the result is hardly more than a geographical caricature and i publish it in part to experiment upon the usefulness of so imperfect an effort an active imagination may perceive the long even crest line of kitatani mountain on the northwest rising beyond the rolling floor of the kitatani valley as the great allegheny limestone lowland is here called 
then come the highland plateaus of accordant altitude one with another but without the missile like margin that my pen has not known how to avoid indicating the central plain lies in the foreground diversified by the various trap ridges that rise above its surface first and second mountains of the double wachung crescent near the highlands sorland mountain is the southwest and the rocky hill the southwestern reappearance of the palisades intrusive trap sheet lying a little nearer to us the central plain is also diversified by the fall line a slight but rather distinct break in its surface from trent on the delaware to a little below new brunswick on the raritan the important drainage lines are the delaware forming the western boundary of the state trenching kittitani mountain at the water gap cutting a deep traverse valley through the highlands where it receives longitudinal branches and a shallower trench across the kittitani lowland and the central plain the raritan those north and south branches head in the highlands while the millstone joins it from south of the fall line cutting through rocky hill near princeton on the way and the pickernock passac rising in the highlands gathering tributaries in the low basin behind the watsung ridges and escaping to the front country as a single stream the passac through deep gaps at patterson the terminal moraine marking the furthest advance of the second glacial invasion of post-tertiary time is indicated by an irregular dotted band crossing the state from the narrows of new york bay which it defines on the east passing over second mountain by the gap at summit rising midway in the highlands over schoolie mountain and traversed by the delaware at belvedere the schoolie peneplain is indicated by the crest and summit altitudes of kitatani mountains the highland plateaus and the trap ridges this peneplain once lay low and essentially horizontal the practically completed work of the processes of, of denudation acting on a previously high land through a long period of time it is now lifted and tilted so that its inland portion rises to the heights of the highland which are its remnants while its seaward portion descends slowly beneath the cover of unconformable cretaceous bed southeast of the fall line and thus hidden sinks gently beneath the atlantic shore the cover of cretaceous sediments was laid on the southeastern part of the old peneplain during a moderate submergence of its seaward portion before the elevation and tilting above mentioned much of the cover had been worn away since the time of elevation which gave opportunity for the opening of deep valleys on the soft limestone and slates among the hard crystalline rocks of the highlands and for the production of the broad kitatani valley lowland or peneplain on the wide belt of limestones beyond the highlands and furthermore for the development of a broad base level plain on the weak triassic shales and sandstones where the old peneplain has been almost entirely destroyed the cretaceous cover remains only near the coast where it stood too low to be attacked while the valleys and lowlands just described were carved out the interesting peculiarity in the relation between the newer basal level plain on the trisect area and the old cretaceous peneplain is that their surfaces mutually intersect at a small angle along the line which now marks the visible contact between the trisect and the cretaceous formations the newer plain standing beneath the eroded portion of the older one northwest of this line while it rises above the buried part of the older one and obliquely truncates its cretaceous cover to the southeast of the line finally 
the land as a whole has been raised a little since the making of the newer plain and shallow valleys interrupt its broad surface it is no longer a true plain it has become a past plain a few words may be allowed me concerning these terms peneplain and past plain given sufficient time for the action of denuding forces on a mass of lands standing fixed with reference to a constant base level and it must be worn down so low and so smooth that it would fully deserve the name of plain but it is very unusual for a mass of land to maintain a fixed position as long as is here assumed many instances might be quoted of regions which have stood still so long that their surface is almost reduced to its ultimate form but the truly ultimate stage is seldom reached we can select regions in which the valley lowlands have become broad and flat the intermediate doab hills have wasted away lower and lower until they are reduced to forms of insignificant relief and yet the surface still does not deserve the name of the plain as unqualifiedly as to do those young lands newly born from seas and lakes in which their geometrical level surfaces were formed i have therefore elsewhere suggested that an old region nearly base leveled should be called an almost plain that is a peneplain on the other hand an old base level region either a peneplain or a truly ultimate plain will then thrown by elevation in, into a new cycle of development depart by greater and greater degrees from its simplest featureless form as young narrow valleys are sunk beneath its surface by its revived streams it therefore no longer fully deserves the name that was properly applicable before its elevation it must not again be called a peneplain for it is now not approaching and almost attaining a smooth surface but is becoming rougher and rougher it has passed beyond the stage of minimum relief and this significant fact deserves implication at least in a name i would therefore call such a region a past plain the area of the weak trisic shales was until its late elevation as good an example of an ultimate basal level plain as any that i have found but now it is a past plain as any one may see while travelling across it on the train its drawbs are broad and continuous and its valleys are relatively narrow and shallow the kitatiny lowland is intersected by streams whose valleys sink below its generally even gently rolling surface but it was never so smooth as the triassic plain it was only a peneplain and it is now a roughened peneplain perhaps the more adventurous terminologists will call it a past peneplain but i dare not venture quite so far as that when the highlands were lowlands the surface well deserved the name of peneplain but they were lifted so long ago into a high position that they are now cut into a complicated mass of rugged uplands they no longer deserve the name of peneplain and if in preceding paragraphs i have referred to them as constituting an old peneplain it is because no satisfactory name has yet been applied to the particular stage of development of plains and plateaus in which they now stand having tried in vain to invent a term with which to name the highlands let me now advertise for one in the pages of other magazines wanted a name applicable to those broken rugged regions that have been developed by the northern processes of denudation from the once continuous surface of a plain or peneplain the name should be if possible homologous with the words plain peneplain and past plain it should be of simple convenient and euphonious form 
it must be satisfactory to many other persons than its inventor and its etymological construction should not be embarrassed by the attempt to crowd too much meaning to it the mere suggestion that it was a plane and that it is now maturely diversified will suffice the topography of northern new jersey is therefore like its structure polygenetic it exhibits very clearly a series of forms developed under three different geographic cycles and closer search will doubtless discover forms belonging to yet other cycles less complete and of briefer duration than these three there is the tilted and deeply eroded peneplain of the highlands whose initial form may be called the schooly peneplain from the distinct exhibition of one of its remnants on schooly mountains this was the product of jurassic and cretaceous denudation there is the younger central base level plain developed during tertiary time or thereabouts on the weaker triassic and cretaceous beds and the associated valleys of the same age that have been sunk into the weakest rocks of the highlands there are the shallow valleys in the central plain of the latest post tertiary cycle requiring the name of this region to be changed from plain as it was lately to past plain as it is now the first cycle in which the schooly peneplain was produced witnessed the accomplishment of a great work it included in its later part besides various other oscillations the sub-cycle when the seaward or southeastern part of the peneplain was gently submerged and buried to a slight depth under cretaceous deposits the second cycle was shorter being a time sufficient to base level the softer beds but not seriously to consume the harder parts of the pre-existing surf we are still in the third cycle of which but a small part has elapsed the question with which this essay opened may now be taken up the streams and rivers on northern new jersey may be examined with the intention of classifying them according to their conditions of origin to their degree of complexity as indicated by the number of geographical cycles through which they have lived and to the advance made toward their mature adjustment the musconetcong may be taken as the type of the highland streams it flows southwestward along a narrow limestone valley between crystalline plateaus on either side entering the delaware a little below eastern it drains a country that has been enormously denuded and during the jura cretaceous cycle of this deep denudation there must have been time for it and its fellows to become thoroughly adjusted to the structure of the region it must be chiefly for this reason that it flows so closely along the weak limestone belt and has its divides close by on the adjoining harder crystallines whatever its origin it has lost every initial feature that was discordant with the deep structures that it discovered beneath the initial surface it is maturely adjusted to its environment it endured to an old age during the base leveling of the schooly peneplain and is now a revived stream in at least a second cycle of work most of the other streams of the highlands and the country farther inland are also of this well-adjusted revived kind the streams of the kitatani valley lowland show not only the first revival of the kind just described but also a second revival in consequence of the recent uplift that has introduced the third cycle of development this not being so clearly manifested in the highlands where the rocks are harder and the valleys of the second cycle are narrower end of section a recorded by puja dubey mumbai india